So, and after all of these books on yellow fat disease and all the research, and you've done more than anybody on the planet, in my opinion, uh, people are using this to exit stage left planet Earth or the Earth plane, and nobody really talks about it. Nobody knows about it. It's just, what does it do to the body when you get this, this going on? Does it just cause the body to decompose? Yes, and it's at one time they thought that lipofuscin and ceroid, which are created from basically eating omega threes, they thought it was just junk, passive junk that was in your cell. So imagine an eighty-year-old might uh, live in an apartment where there's forty percent uh, of their space is taken up by stuff they haven't bothered to declutter. So it's taken up space. Mm -hmm. The cell can be 40% caught with this junk. Well, they figured, well, you're older anyway. You can work around it. So there's junk in your cell. Big deal. But then they found out the junk was aggressive. The junk would bite you. (laughs) The junk, junk, junk didn't just sit there. It was like alive and was in your cell causing problems and could go out of one cell and jump into another and infect it. Hmm. So they didn't know that before. But now they realize that it's a serious problem. It's been addressed by Aubrey de Grey, the aging expert, by a lot of other people. They usually have not made the connection with omega-3s, though. But I found it so easy. I could not write a single book on why omega-6 is bad. I I, I tend to minimize it because I know it's not good because the experts say so, and Ray Pete says so, but I couldn't write a single book on it. Omega-3 was so easy to see the difference between old age and old age-related diseases from osteoarthritis to rheumatoid arthritis to Alzheimer's, MS, uh, muscular dystrophy, Parkinson's, all of those, was so easy to find that it it just... It It was right there. It boggles my brain that people haven't... And, that and connection. Where is modern uh, humans, uh, United States and around the world, where are they getting all of these omega-3s to make this such a big issue? Where are they getting them? What foods are they overall? Well, the extra ones are supplements. It's a billion dollars. Oh, you mean because of cod liver oil and the yeah, fish oil. Yeah. yeah. If they just ate the fish, there's not going to be that big a difference. Say you ate nothing but a fish diet. You could knock 10 years off your life. But you're not going to have all these uh, uh, muscular dystrophy and all those diseases that are increasing tenfold, twentyfold in many cases. How does this happen? Because the fish isn't enough. You got to take an oil too. You know, one time uh, my co-author of the Yes No Maybe book was in Sweden, I think it was, and she had me on the phone with a guy that said he had this anal problem, and. Uh, I said, do you eat fish? He said, yes. Do you take fish oil? Yes, that's your problem. He said, well, everybody takes that here. And we kept talking, and he said, a lot of people have that anal problem. (laughs) So I said, what about butter? Oh, we think butter is bad. I said, that's your cure. Eat the butter and stop eating the fish oil. Eat an occasional fish, you know, no no real problem. But eat butter. Adam Bergstrom, though, there can't be... I shouldn't phrase it like that. So do you think there's that many people taking fish oils to cause this so much yellow fat disease issues? It has to be some other things like too much salmon or what are some other omega-3 things that people are eating that they think are good? Foods. Flax oil. Flax. There's one. That's a big one, yeah. And even flax. And uh, and soy... Soy and corn oil. Corn oil will not cause yellow fat disease, but soy will. The difference is very subtle between them. So soy, soy. for some reason, is more aggressive, but it has a little more. And maybe there's a tipping point because soy oil definitely can cause yellow fat disease. Now, Monsanto Mm -hmm. knows that. They used to feed a combination of a soy food and a corn food to salmon. But they realized that it was giving them yellow fat disease faster than they could harvest them. So they made a synthetic corn oil, a, a soy oil that is called low linolenic acid. Now they don't say low omega threes because they call they they promote omega threes, 
but they are against lenalenic. It's the same thing. Yeah. And people don't aren't the wiser. And no one knows enough chemistry to know what linolenic yeah. acid is. And and I suspect that most American worldwide people that eat from the center aisles of the grocery store, which we don't recommend, um, are getting a lot of soybean oil because if you look in those things every now and then I'll see something I might want to try a sauce or something they all have soybean oil they all have soybean oil so maybe that's another contributor to this plethora of yellow fatty stuff huh? yeah and, and it's really scary if you look at the uh, the information from Monsanto and DuPont and other companies now are making the low linolenic soy oils why do they do it they say it won't clog up your fast food machinery if you use the oil without the omega-3s now they don't use omega-3s they say linolenic acid so what do you think that does to your body if if linolenic acid clogs your machinery what's it going to do to your heart and your organs and your liver and your spleen and your skin and your anus yeah don't be messing with mr anus man you don't want to do that. So I've been um, looking, really digging deep into the subconscious, not in books, but in me, and trying to really understand it better and better. And you can go deep enough, and you you can. You can see how it works. You know how it works. It's fascinating. Um, and it's, it's actually... It's actually in another reality, Adam. It's, it's on the etheric plane, which is also called the subconscious plane, right? So this is the thin space in between soul and mind. It's a subconscious, subconscious plane. So I'm wondering, um, if you're mind hacking, I could kind of, if there's some subconscious feelings or ideas that can be running um, in the background when I'm not as aware as I should be, could be, um, if I can use your mind hacking uh, system to mind hack the subconscious. Definitely. Oh, cool. Definitely. Yeah, cool. You know, the, the people who talk about affirmations know that the conscious mind doesn't create a reality like That's we right. think it is. It's the subconscious mind. It's what you don't think about that you take for granted. Like, for instance, uh, 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 I take for granted that there's that I'm, I'm sitting in this chair, but am I really? I mean, some of these things we take, we don't even know if we really are. Well, we take for granted the body is solid, and but it's not. And the more we we subconsciously think that, then it is right. And then yeah, I guess how that's how probably our yogis figured out how to fly around because they knew it's not solid, and all of a sudden they started flying around. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I that's get that. That's one of the biggest fallacies. Yeah, thinking your body's solid. Yeah, but but on the other hand, the conscious mind. I may disagree a bit on that. I think it's valuable. For example, in the way of rain, you you feel how it feels when it rains. You can even imagine, you know, consciously about the dark clouds, and you see all the water, and you believe that that's in your future. But there's only now. I think that helps to create it as well. Yep. Okay. Oh, I'll give you an example. Uh, there was a little girl. I told this story before. And her mother said her wrist suddenly got paralyzed. She'd broken the wrist two or three or four years ago when she was a little child. But now her wrist was totally paralyzed, wouldn't move. And it was her right wrist. So she left the little girl with me. And I said, what color do you think of? And she said, purple. Well, purple has a authority trauma. So I said, Hmm. uh, her mother didn't seem like much of an authority. So I said, do you have a teacher in school who uh, is kind of bossy? And she said, yes, Mrs. So-and-so, I hate her. (laughs) And I said, aha. I said, well, let me show you a technique. Cover your mouth and stick your tongue out. So that your tongue is out, but the teacher can't see it. And then release it. And she did that. And she said, I understand. And she took a wrist and it was totally free. Hmm. And the mother saw that across the room, comes running up and said, what did you do? And I winked 
at the little girl, the 11-year-old girl. She went back at me and I said, we pushed a few reflexes. The mother didn't even know. I didn't touch her. <laughs> we just had her stick her tongue out of her teacher uh, at her teacher and she was totally well. Yeah. That's how dramatic it can be. And she didn't know that it was her teacher bugging her. No one tells her, your teacher is making your wrist uh, totally paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah, That's sub- how bad it can be. Subconscious is a fascinating uh, phenomena with we humans and why God and us decided to have it, I'm sure don't know yet, but um, but maybe it's just a place, well, a lot of things are subconscious, like you drive a car and we figure out how to do the gas and the, you know those things are all, probably just walking and running and talking is all a subconscious uh, phenomena that we figured out how to do and we don't want to be thinking about, well, I have to put my right foot out Right. That's all subconscious. So it's all there. Hmm. Well, we tend to answer and react if with the subconscious. But the subconscious. Yeah, if if we're not awake. Right. Yeah. If you're not awake and you think you don't stop for a moment, say, okay, right. Then you you we are subconsciously just reacting, which is what's going on everywhere. Right. Adam all over the world. People are just it's reacting. It's called the autonomic nervous system. That's what And there's is. a connection between it. Like yeah. If I type on my computer, if I try to do it consciously, what happens? I get messed up. Yeah. But I just type, you know, you, I want to type it, and it does the job. Now, the trouble is people want to think that way, and advertisers know it. They just have buttons that you push. You say liberal, uh, you say conservative, uh, you say uh, COVID, uh. people get automatic reactions just like typing on the typewriter. So you don't want to be conscious when you're typing on the on the no. computer or the typewriter. You want to be unconscious so that you can do the job and stay out of the way. That's where the subconscious is valuable. And I like Carl Jung's definition of the subconscious. What was that? It's everything you don't know. Everything you don't know. Everything Everything you don't know. Now, we can know everything. Masters, like Donald Lay, would know what I was thinking a thousand miles away. And all I had to do was think to him, and he would come back and react to me at that point. But he said he only thinks about a person when it's needed. In other words, otherwise, most people get in trouble by thinking of their girlfriend when she's not there, by thinking of the IRS when they're not even at your door. Don't want to do that. That's where the trouble begins, not when they knock on the door. It's before they do. Because we create, create, uh, what was that last line up? A what? Uh, A power? A a coward dies a thousand deaths. A coward. Oh, yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Because because they they imagine what's going to happen before it happens. No, before it happens. That's why Opano Pano works, and I've used that a lot. Say you're going to a meeting, uh, and you've never met this person before. You know, whatever some important meeting to sell them a, your screenplay or something. You can actually just go in and and you can duck duck go or oh we can't even use that one anymore. Just Google. They, they all know everything we're doing anyway. Just Google uh, Opano Pano. And you tell them, what are the four things like, I'm sorry? Because the, the concept behind the I'm sorry is really interesting, uh, is that you wouldn't be meeting this person unless you had some karma with them. So you're telling the person you're sorry for making them get together and having to do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's my take on that. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. That's good. And um, thank you. And I love you. And you do that sincerely to the person you're going to go meet and do it on the way to the to your meeting in the car. And you'd be surprised the, the clouds that clear away when you go to meet the person. You know, you've already dealt with a lot of the loose particles. Uh, you know, it's fun. Adano even claimed there was spermal karma. You had the karma of the past lives, and then you had the karma of all your existences as a sperm, that it was an actual level. Probably so. so. Probably so. At some deep level. So he was... Yeah, so one time there was a, a boy who showed up at a solar meeting. He ate nothing but meat. He wouldn't eat a single vegetable. And I kind of took him under my wing. And 
Adano told me after uh, I said how that guy, I really felt like I was his mentor. He said he was the runner-up sperm for your son. <laughs> runner-up sperm. And I looked back and said, wow, they have similarities <laughs> to them. <laughs> now, whether that's true or not, it might be just BS. But yeah. I thought that was very I interesting. Was pretty fun. Yeah. And many times he would identify those kind of spermal confrontations. He said, if you meet a person... If the older person speaks to the younger person first, it's karma. If the younger person does speaks first, it's a spermal trauma. And your answer when they speak to you first is, it's okay, I told the father off. Isn't That's that, what you tell to get rid of that karma. Isn't that fun? Here's an email from Brian. Brian's in uh, Saigon. Whoa. What does Adam think about eating cyanide B17 from apple seeds and laetrile, B19 and 21 from apricot seeds is a way of keeping our body's immune system high and resistant to cancer or tumor growth. I was a fan of that, and now I'm kind of on the fence. Yeah. I think a certain amount of cyanide, laetrile, B, uh, B17, whatever you want to call it, uh, prussic acid, etc., is beneficial. Uh, I don't think it's going to cure cancer overall, though. But I think uh, I used to have the uh, the pit of an umeboshi plum, hmm. occasionally the pit of a uh, an orange or an apple. Ray Pete would be apoplectic about that, you know, because that's where the omega threes are. But I think that little bit of cyanide can sometimes be beneficial. I I wouldn't throw it out, and I actually wrote a book about it. I forget which ebook is about that. It's the one with the Donald Lay on the front cover of it. Uh, but I wrote a book about it and go into uh, how that worked. It's tied in with the work of Dr. Beard. You know, the one mm -hmm. who, uh, you, you're familiar with Dr. Sure. Beard. Mm -hmm. Anyway, tied into that same connection. So I think there is something to it. And occasionally, I'm not afraid of taking a seed. I certainly eat the seeds of my tomatoes. And apricots and no seeds. So you're, you're kind of on the fence about that for this emailer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we need a certain amount of omega-3s because we can't avoid them. And I think they tighten up our immunity. But I think the cyanide, too, in small amounts. Now, I get nervous when people go and take apricot kernels, and they take 20 of them. I think they can get poisoned that way. But for, but cancer, a counter shock for cancer has cured people. So it is actually feasible that taking that many apricot kernels could put the body in a state of uh, let's fight the cancer and let's fight the cyanide and cure it. That's been shown by uh, Dr. Coley, who proved that the Coley toxins would cure cancer. Then radiation, because they made more money on that, that came in. Before that, he would basically give them uh, some kind of disease to counter the cancer. It would go away. Tuberculosis is well known to cure cancer. And then it's easier to cure the tuberculosis than mm. it is a cancer. Pneumonia can cure cancer it's well known immunologists know that but they don't tell the general public they don't have a clue about it these things oh, can ahead. cure cancer you could get attacked by a bunch of killer bees and be almost near death and your cancer is completely gone we're broadcasting live here this morning it is uh wednesday the 20th of uh, of uh, what is it july 20th of july patrick timpone with adam bergstrom SolarTiming.com to get his ebooks and yes, no. Uh, I'm sorry. So, a Sunsync Nutrition that is your um, uh, one-time lifetime thing for ninety-nine bucks, and you get everything, all the stuff. You get all the cool stuff. Yeah. Yep, we yep. have lots of things, including a color recycling. Yeah, chart recycle your. Chung, chung, chung. I used to know what they are. Actually, what what is the mon Monday is red. Red, orange, red, orange, yellow, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, blue, uh, violet, purple, purple, and then white. Violet. Yeah, that's the color, color thing. That's it. Hmm. See, we go through a spectrum in our brain. Black is the father, gray is the mother, and then conception is brown. 
And after that, we go through all the levels of seven traumas of our existence as a physical body with ambulators. We go through the red trauma of moving, the orange of the sex trauma, the decision or courage trauma of yellow, the resentment trauma of green, the uh, disillusion trauma of, uh, of uh, blue, the authority traumas of purple, violet, and indigo, and then we go to white or the completion trauma. And that's where you live your word. I'm going to become a doctor. You become a doctor. You become I'm a going doc- to become a, a pilot. I become a pilot. If you don't, you pay the price. People who say they're going to do something and then don't do it or physically change their mind directly for something better, uh, they end up with a white trauma. White trauma. So I think we, so someone else here, this is an Anna. Look at this. Isn't that interesting? Two emails on, on Laetrile. That's crazy. I mean, what's the odds of that? What's going on? Something, this is from Anna. And she, I just saw this, but uh, I guess we've already answered it. What are Adam's thoughts on Laetrile or B17 or apricot seed, the preferred source? So we probably answered that, right? Probably answered that. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, again, I, I think it has value. Okay. I, I think, uh, uh, if a person has cancer, they might experiment with it, definitely. And I wrote a lot about it in uh, a book, which I maybe if we have another commercial break, I can look it up and see what that book sure, is. Sure. Gonna, I've then, written so many, I forget. In fact, recently someone said, what about this book? I forgot I even wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I wrote that one. And so Anna goes on. Um, uh, what does Adam think about vitamin E? I heard an interview with the founder of Designs for Health, and he said the supplement he would take to a desert island would be vitamin E. Hmm. I think it's good. There is no such thing as a natural vitamin E when you get a supplement. Remember that, and it's often GMO made now. Uh, The person who went into that in detail was, or the people, Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shaw wrote how no vitamin E is natural. One of the major companies wrote him back with a rebuttal. They rebutted it in the second book to prove that it's not. All vitamins that you buy from a laboratory are approximations of vitamins, hmm. vitamins, if you will, not vitamins themselves. Now, they can work. I, I have experimented with vitamin E. It's not the same vitamin that they made 20 years ago, but it has some effect. And for people who eat a junk food diet or something, it's good. then I think it's safe to actually uh, experiment with vitamin E. And so yeah, you so said before you want to get the mixed tocopherol thing for vitamin E, right? Mix. Mixed tocopherols and stay away from the tocotrienols. It's a scam. And Ray Pete even says it can cause liver damage by taking tocotrienols. Just Don't get vitamin E, uh, mixed tocopherols, and you're good. Mixed the cockerels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like Matt Blackburn sell out of it. Do you sell one of the vitamin E? I don't think so. I don't think we do have a vitamin E. No. Um, it's a good one. Uh, emailer says I recently watched a series called Supplements Revealed, hosted by Dr. Patrick Gentempo. He interviewed the founder of Cardio Plus, who revealed about nitric oxide. What is Adam's thoughts on nitric oxide? It's one of the most dangerous substances. People die from Viagra. It used to be called poppers. It's a major constituent of London smog, of L.A. smog, of New York smog. It's a dangerous substance. And uh, I at one time bought into it, and then I saw all the counter evidence about it. And then when I discovered Ray Pete, he has probably done 10 or 20 shows on mm. the dangers of nitric oxide mm. and they're much more than I expected on one radio network I think I've written six or seven blogs about the dangers of nitric oxide yeah it's it is not, not good. good for you at all don't do it. many people are promoting it but it was the miracle molecule of the year for 1992 and it's a total dud they said how dangerous it was as a uh, as a dangerous uh, chemical until they found out that it could give a man an erection and then and so then suddenly they yeah. changed their story erased all the bad information and actually carbon dioxide can give a man an erection 
it's safe. But nitric oxide can give you an erection, but also gives you an erection in the heart. You remember Robin Greeley? I no, Robin uh, uh, Robin Wilt. Uh, what's his name? I can't even think of his name anymore. The comedian Robin. Oh, Robin. Uh, Robin. Robin. You know, seeing that we both got. Uh, Brain lock on that one, Robin. Robin Williams. Robin. No, Robin. Yeah, for, for some reason, is that what I, it is? I guess the pregnenolone hasn't yeah. kicked in this morning. <laughs> but anyway, he said, uh, "Yeah, it uh, it. Uh, what did he say? I took Viagra, and it made me come, and then it made me go. I had a heart attack." <laughs> <laughs> is that what he said? <laughs> so he knew he knew what Viagra did, and he blamed his heart attack on it. <laughs> Is it Robert Williams? No, that's not his last name. I can't believe we're both not spacing out. I know. <laughs> that's just crazy. I mean, you know, I know A this guy's comedian. I know this guy's name is like. Uh, I, what is his name? Brainlock. I know it's just crazy. I still uh, remember uh, George Carlin and uh, Tim Carey. It'll come back in. It's just not in my consciousness at the moment. Uh, Diane um, wants to know. Let's see. Diane has severe edema in the legs with leg ulcers, not diabetic, and really bad cough that seems to be related to the edema plus anxiety. Wow, good girl. The anxiety is causing breathing issues. Can't take a, a breath and having trouble sleeping. So God love her. She's really going through it. I doze off during the day almost like narcolepsy. Any ideas where I can start kind of feeling better? So she's got a lot going on. Um, what do you what do you suggest? Can you do anything here on the air with this idea? Things. It's a it's a classic example of yellow fat disease and overalkalinity. Classic. I had it myself. Say it again now. Uh, it's classic. What is it? Yellow fat disease and overalkalinity. Ah. And I'll tell you. I I may have told you this before. About twenty. Uh, well, I started to get some minor edema when I was studying with uh, Master Chen in uh, Texas uh, on that ranch when I first met you. And uh, it only happened once, then it went away. Then I started getting some nerve problems in my feet. And when I got here to Montecito, one time my, my right foot swelled up and I got really scared. I said, oh my God, I've got edema. That is not a good sign. It can be uh, heart disease. It can be all kinds of things. It went away pretty quickly. Then I got an elephant leg type Whoa. of edema where the whole thing packed up so badly. Now I was really nervous. I had a whole bunch of other symptoms too that went along with it, breathing, etc., cetera, et cetera. Um, So I f discovered Ray Pete. And I started with the orange and maybe the kale help. Whatever it did, my edema went away and hasn't come back in seven years. I have had no trace. Both of my ankles are the same size. Even for about 10 years there, my right ankle was slightly larger than my other one. Of course, it's all about a woman. It was a female trauma. Yeah. But they, by doing the oranges, giving up tuna, and giving up fish and giving up anything that had to uh, minimize omega-3, I'm normal. I have no more edema, just like Ray Peters talked about. So that's the first thing to do. Find out whatever omega-3s you're taking and even omega-6s mm -hmm. and uh, start on oranges. Oranges. Try some orange juices. See. Yeah, and maybe some uh, kale too because I was thinking later maybe the oranges were just too simplistic because I did start eating a lot of kale after that too and I gave up food on the road too because at that time when you're on the road what are you going to do? I mean there's not many places to stop that have good food you go through a strange town where's the health food store? where's the health food restaurant? Yeah. so you end up at a junk foods place or a truck stop we got several emails. Robin Williams, you silly gooses. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. When you don't see somebody or think about them at all, watch them or anything, it's almost like they, their whole name disintegrates into the subconscious, right? So Robin Williams didn't even sound right, you know? I know. It didn't know. even sound see? right. I don't know. It's like, okay, it didn't sound right. 
Okay. I just got to say, I just got to add, got to respond to this real quick. Okay. Yeah. I, I. It's just funny if you don't think about it, or you know, it's not. It's just doesn't sound right. Like Robin Williams. Uh, isn't that funny? You know, there's another psychological trick. Hmm. You take a word and you repeat it over and over, and after a while it sounds weird. It doesn't sound yeah. like a normal word. No, I know. Uh, yeah, I've done that mind. in writing screenwriting and screenplays. And I'll, I'll think about a word and I'll, and I'll go to the thesaurus. Is there a better word for this? And, and you think about it so much, it doesn't even sound right. It just doesn't. That's not even a word, dude. <laughs> it's just not even a word, you know. And sometimes the brain just faces out. I've actually been in a relationship with someone for about a year, and I go to introduce her and couldn't think of her couldn't name. Couldn't think of her name. Well, and that's very embarrassing. It's not an Alzheimer thing or anything. It's just our state of consciousness, and if, you know, it's 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 funny how that works. Uh, because it happens when you're kids too. It oh, happened to me sure. when I was a kid. I first noticed it happening. I didn't have Alzheimer's as an eleven-year-old. Uh, somebody wrote in, doesn't progestes have soy oil in it? It might have a little, but I mean, you're only taking a dab. I don't know. See, uh, Ray Pete has answered that question. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. because you're extracting the chemical out of it. So the other bad things, the omega-3s and things, are out of it. It's like white sugar. Everything bad is out of it. There's no glyphosate in it. Brown sugar, glyphosate in it because it's in the... Uh, deal but when you get sugar it has a chemical formula and that's all you're eating salt sodium chloride unless you get sea salt which has a whole bunch of metals in it and the same thing with progeste whether it's made from uh, sweet potato or it's made from soy once you condemn it you condense it down into that chemical it really makes no difference hmm, makes no difference and plus you're just doing a drop you know it's like right yep I agree a hundred percent with Ray Pete on that, and and I take it, and it's uh, worked wonders uh, for me, frankly. Sure. Here's an email, Nancy. Uh, just tuned in, but I heard you talking about olive oil. So, can you cook with olive oil? I am a, a coconut oil freak to cook with. Thanks. Stay cool. Sure, you cook with olive oil. I mean, it doesn't want to be heated up a lot, but you can certainly cook with it. Yeah. It has a high smoke point, Does so it? you're pretty safe with it. Now, if you are nervous about it going above that, do the old Pavlo Arola trick. Add a little water to it, and oh, that yeah. keeps the smoke point down. Is that what it is, really? Huh. You yeah. can get away with uh, frying with oils that are a lot uh, uh, with lower smoke points uh, by doing that. Isn't it interesting? No one fries with fish oil. Yeah, I think there is no such thing as fish oil, is there? Oh, you mean oh that kind of fish oil? No, yeah, I don't think you want they to do it. They can't do it because it. Uh, well, try it and see what happens to your smoke point with that. <laughs> oh, I just got noticed that uh, my order of bison steaks just arrived, sitting outside. Well, maybe during the commercial, I'll run out and get them because it is a hundred degrees outside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're packed in ice. I've been eating bison, uh, bison and um, ribeye from cows. Those are my two favorites. Have you ever had bison? Once, oh, really? only once. I had a bison steak in Houston, Texas. Well, I was listening to. Uh, it's funny. I was listening to uh, Jennifer Daniels. She said, "Don't eat a wimpy chicken. Do you want to look like a chicken? Eat something bigger and stronger." So eat a bison. I said, "Well, that makes sense. <laughs> Maybe that's why the well." The Indians ate them because that's what they had to eat, right? I mean, that's that was the food, their food of choice, because there were billions of bison running around. By the way, it's kind of interesting, but I had a friend that I made uh, in when I was in Hawaii, and uh, she told me she had this mysterious rash that wouldn't go away. As we pursued her diet, I told her that she should have one. She ate no meat whatsoever. I said you should have one hamburger or something and just see if it clears up. Hmm. And she said, when I met Adano about five years ago, he told me the same thing. Do you really think that's true? I said, you won't know till you try it. So in Hawaii, it's very easy to get a bison burger. So she had one bison burger and the rash that she'd had for decades cleared up. 
What do you suppose that is about? I mean, what could that be? After that, she ate a Bisenberger every month. That's all she would eat, just mm-hmm. one, one Bisenberger when she was in Hawaii and no other meats. Still mm-hmm. pretty much vegetarian, except uh, for that. Um, Patrick, doesn't, this is a, Patrick, doesn't meat have omega-3s in it, so maybe you're going to get yellow fat disease if you keep eating all this meat? Now, I'm not going to believe that I'm going to get anything, but uh, go ahead and, Adam, what do you think? Well, I guess meat has some omega-3s in there. Sure they do. You know, you're going to get some, but cows are remarkably free of that, and their milk is remarkably free uh, free of omega-3s and omega-6s. Now, pigs, as Ray Peter said, lard will melt now. It never did that before because they feed them all those omega-3 foods. So chicken... Uh, obviously, omega-3 eggs, uh, those do. Cows have an immunity to it. So if you're eating beef, you almost have no omega-3s. And if you drink cow milk or cream or cheese or anything like that, you're not going to get any. Other animals don't have that uh, capacity. And uh, they really eat on a much better diet. That's right. And they feed them all this omega-3s. So interesting you mentioned that because just this morning when I was at the farmer's market early, I bought a really beautiful, nice um, sirloin pork chop and with fat around it. But when they, they're totally vegetarian fed, no grains, no corn, no yuck stuff. All their food comes from Whole Foods that throw away the, the vegetables, right? And this fellow told me that when he brings his pig uh, to a, like a, a good chef that understands the color of the meat, he thinks this is he's the best. He said, this meat looks like the fat in this pig looks like it should look. But when you feed them all this other stuff, the fat is a different color, and the chefs know that. And that's what will give you yellow fat. Isn't that cool? Yep. Yeah. With a cow, you don't have to worry about that uh, too much, really at all. But there's one thing I disagree with, Pete. I check to see if cows get yellow fat disease in their liver. And indeed, they do. So if you're going to eat uh, an old cow, like they serve in burgers, you're likely to get more. But if you get a prime steak and things like that, it's one-year-old beef. They kill them at one year. They don't wait three years. Cow can live even 25 years. You get one like that. To protect itself, the liver has something to do with that. So you're going to find an old cow liver is loaded with yellow fat disease and lipofuscin in it. Really? So that's the only thing I disagree with. But this is the cow. Anything else you eat in that cow, from from the from the uh, spleen to the red meat to whatever, is going to be almost completely uh, omega-3 free. And then uh, Ray P. was talking about it, that he saw a study, because I was talking about the pig at the farmer's market in this regenerative farm, that they're very low... Uh, um, vegetarian-fed pigs with really good food are very low. And was it linoleic acid? Really low. And the regular pig pork you get at the, you know, at the Safeway, it's very high in linoleic acid. And we don't want linoleic acid, right? Is that right? Nope. Nope. You don't want it. In fact, it, the same thing goes for cannibals. So if a person's a cannibal, they're going to see some people <laughs> have more nutrition than other people. Are going I'm trying to not to eat people, people, though, really. I mean, come on. <laughs> Cannibals know from yellow fat. They know who to eat, right? <laughs> That's right. They know They know the good meat from the old meat. You're going to find the, uh, an unhealthy person. They're not going to eat a tough person. They're going to eat a nice, tender person. We do the same with beef and with pork and things like that. So the older beef. cows may have more fat that is unhealthy yes really but 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 it takes a lot because they usually slaughter beef way before their lifespan is through like i say i think the oldest cow made it to 30 years old or something like that horses live to 60s and and uh but you take now you take total carnivores they don't last but 20 years. You're lucky if they live 10 years in the wild, lions, tigers, all of those, total carnivores. So uh, your grazers do a heck of a lot better. Hmm. Okay, so I have some bison sitting out in the sun, and Adam is going <laughs> to, uh, we're going to, let's see what I'm going to do is, here, Adam, I'm going to leave your microphone on, okay? 
Okay. And I'm going to go. This commercial runs a little bit, a couple minutes. And if I don't make it back, you can just start talking and tell folks about hydrogen. Okay? What I do will do that. And I will recycle them through the colors again. Yeah, I'll recycle them through the colors. Because bison's out in the sun. Hold on. Previously, with the highly credentialed Dr. Thomas Levy, he argues because the literature shows that oxidation is the cause of disease. But the whole point is the location, the concentration, the duration, the distribution of oxidized biomolecules determines 100% of all diseases. And so that's why I say oxidative stress doesn't cause disease, oxidation is disease. Is disease. If there's no oxidized biomolecules, you don't have a toxin. The toxic effect is oxidation of biomolecules. That's the entirety of it. And by the grace of God, several months ago, George Wiseman said this about hydrogen. Hydrogen is the world's best antioxidant by a long shot. Hmm. First of all, it's 700 times uh, smaller than something like uh, CoQ10, 400 times smaller than vitamin C, things like that. So it can literally go, the hydrogen molecule can literally go through everything in your body and go right into the very DNA and repair it. So now it makes sense why George was able to say this back in August 2019 with such conviction. The body accepts that gas and uses it to heal everything. It's like the fountain of youth. It's a astonishing the amount of ailments in fact in scientific studies and they have over a thousand scientific studies now they are showing that it either helps the body heal directly or indirectly from virtually every ailment that ails any water-based life form okay i'm sold and i was able to get one a couple of months ago thanks to your support it's called the aquacure hydrogen machine breathe the gas and bubble the water there's a promo code one radio for 10 percent discount i think a great investment for you Knowing what we know now on OneRadioNetwork.com. I don't know if you can hear me or not. The commercials seem to have stopped. So if my voice is coming through, hello, we'll recycle through the colors now. Your traumas are coming out in black, in gray, in brown, in red in orange, in yellow, in green, in blue, in indigo, in violet, and in white. And now you're feeling better than ever before. You're feeling larger than before. You're feeling stronger than before. And the white light is expanding into the room out of your body, into the community, into the universe, as far, as far as infinity can go. Until Patrick can comes back, I really don't know if I'm on. I, I know my picture isn't on, but since the commercial has stopped, I'm just talking here. Uh, I'll talk a little about uh, Ravisi, maybe. Uh, Ravisi uh, promotes biological dualism. There's always a yin and a yang. The Asians tell us that, and it's really true. Here, it's either either or. There, it's either and. So they have both things going on. And we tend to be more acid in the morning, more alkaline at night, more anabolic in the morning, more catabolic at night, more quantum in the morning, more electrostatic at night. However you view it, uh, more carbon dioxide at night, more, uh, I mean, in the morning, more carbon dioxide, more oxidative at night. That's the way the universe works. Um, he also goes into the layers. The groups in the periodic table show our evolution, where we came from, too. The periodic chart of the elements. Am I back? Are you back? I don't you, you Finish your thought. Keep going. Oh, so I was heard. I wasn't sure if oh, I yeah. was being no, heard or you not. Were on. You were on. But, but anyway, the groups in the periodic table show our evolution. And the periodic table, Ravisi pointed out, proves that uh, we were created on the land, not in the sea like they tell us. Where were you told in college? We're created in the sea. We were actually created out of clay. 
What is that song? A hundred pounds of clay. Back in the day. Yeah, I remember that. Jimmy Rogers or whoever. Uh, anyway, the uh, the uh, we were actually created in the mud, but we didn't have sodium to make us flexible. When we added salt, when the resins went down from the trees and the bushes into the ocean, the resins combined with salt and made a flexible, movable object. And then we crawl back on the land again. So a tree doesn't have potassium and sodium in the same two levels that we do because we are flexible. And that's the difference why a plant, its only defense against us is chemistry. It gives us chemical warfare. While animals can have talons and bears. A bear really digs roots out with its big long claws, but it'll duplicate as a weapon whenever somebody comes and messes with a bear when yeah. it's hibernating so you want to see what this looks like here you go here's a little thing bison steaks yeah all right yeah. all right see the fat there nice fat this one is uh let's see what it is it weighs uh 0.6 pounds a bison new york strip i, I get it from a place called seven sons it's really a nice company and boy, they pack it good. This puppy is, I mean, it's solid. It's frozen, frozen solid. And it's sitting on the sun for a little while. They sell a lot of uh, good meat at the farmer's market here, yeah. too. We have yeah. One ranch is a 1,000 acres here Whoa. in California. Really? They have a lot of money, but they also raise beef on there. There's a, a lot of cattle ranching actually goes on in this part of the uh, really central coast, it's called. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But you don't eat much meat now. You're, you're mostly vegetarian. <clears throat> uh, I had, let me see, a total of four burgers this year. And it was mostly at the beginning of the year. So, mm-hmm. And once in a while, I will have a, uh, a an anchovy just to see what they taste like or a sardine. But that's been months too. So I pretty much stay away from them. See, foods that have omega-3s and sometimes have very good things you can't argue with a uh, cod liver oil being uh, uh having some benefits if you're yeah. in alaska and you can't get any sun at all uh or any butter or things like that then there's a case for it because uh it could be worse if you avoid it i i uh, i purchased and i just put it on this morning one of those uh screens to block out glare and the blue light from my computer it's really kind of cool. It fits right on top, and it just sits there. It's very beautiful. Um, so the blue light um, is okay, if I recall what you said, but not at night. We don't want it at night. That blocks melatonin, right? That's true. In mm. fact, General Electric invented the incandescent light to have the frequency of a campfire because they knew chemical through evolution that we had had campfires maybe since the the times of apes even or neanderthals and all they all had fire so at nighttime they didn't get blue light they got the yellow sodium type of light uh out of the fires and the oranges and the reds and so vibrant gal and i we have red lights. That's the only incandescent yeah. lights we use. We don't even use regular incandescent. Besides, just, they're illegal in California. All red light. Now. It's just, just red light. Yeah. Red I, lights. I, I've been ex- we, have a, uh, we used to have some yellow bulbs, but we just switched to red. We do perfectly under red light. It's like living in, in, on a firelight. I, I used to love to go camping and just, just sit around the campfire all night and put more logs on. So is that what red light uh, mimics? Fire? Fire? It mimics fire. It's the same frequency, and you get and you get infrared heat from it, too. Infrared, but you also get red, orange, and the yellow frequencies. See, the good thing about the, the big heat lamps, yeah. it not just gives red. Uh, it gives orange, and it gives yellow, and all of those are healthy frequencies. Now, when people sell you a uh, frequency that, like, 690, 670... Right. They tell you that's necessary for health. That's not true. What it is, it's like a Mercedes-Benz light. It's all they can get. So they get one frequency and they claim it's good for you and they get you. The, but the it could red, be good for you, right? It could be. But well, t- but, but they don't really know. 
Yeah. But okay. it could be good for you, admittedly. You, yeah. I mean, you're getting some red light. It's better than getting the blue light. I'll yeah, give sure. them that for sure. But uh, back in the day when people got smallpox or measles or anything like that, all they did is put them in the dark with a red light. Uh, before they had lights, they put a red uh, sheet up, dyed red, so they were only exposed to red light. So now if anybody gets a... Uh, even gets a COVID vaccine, they should go home immediately, stay in the dark for three days using only red Christmas light bulbs, very dull red light. Hmm. And the vaccine might not even take. Wow. So, they so the hundred years ago, the inexpensive chicken lamp things you get at Home Depot, they're, they're, they're very beneficial because they have more spectrums, more different colors, right? Definitely. Yeah. But now, now, if you have, again, if you get a vaccine, you need very dull light. You need a Christmas light and a night light in the red because you really have to stay in the dark. My mother knew that. When I when I had the, the measles, she put me in the dark. Did she <laughs> really? up all the windows and everything. Put a, uh, there wasn't a door to my bedroom. Uh, we lived in the country. So she just hung a blanket over there. So I was basically in the dark day and night until the measles went away. That's funny. You don't need vaccines and all this yeah, ridiculous stuff. Yeah, let's not stuff. do those. Let's not do that. Adam, uh, let's see here. What was the name of that film about the Russian who had to leave his homeland into the city and go through two concentration camps that Adam talked about. Do you know? What about the concentration? Oh, the movie. The movie with the concentration camps. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. The ancestral land, uh, whenever I want to recycle myself, I watch the ending of that and cry. Oh. Uh, lately, for whatever reason, I've had trouble... Uh, eliciting emotions and actually getting tears that movie gives me buckets of tears no it's a four, it's a 14 hour 19 minutes and 40 second tv show and i watched the whole thing and loved it and no I'm kidding it's crazy about but it, that it's show. in it's in episodes it's not one four all right well, you can get the YouTube for the whole 14 hours. You can get it in sections too, but I found it right off the bat. It's the whole 14 hours, 19 minutes, and 40 seconds, and I watched it completely through. It's subtitled and handy. On my other computer, the speaker broke down, so I just watch it silently uh, with the uh, subtitles and get the whole thing. It's like watching an American movie, uh, a silent movie with all the subtitles. That's crazy. I, I love <laughs> I just love Russian movies and TV shows. Uh, they're way above American grade, uh, with a few exceptions. I used to like, uh, what was the name of it? Uh, the one with all the mythological dragons and everything like that. Uh, uh, I like that series. Anyway. <laughs> I can't even think of that. Oh, you, Robin uh, Williams, I yeah, do Game remember of, that. Game of now. Thrones? Game of Thrones? That's it. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I never read the book, but I did I, really I, I, enjoy the I don't series. think I ever watched the thing. Everybody in the whole world was watching. I think I'm the only one who's not seen it. It's, is it pretty good? I, I loved it. Did yeah, you? I, I loved that. I, I, uh, we disconnected the TV, and that was my only reason for disconnecting the TV that I didn't, that I missed was Game of Thrones. <laughs> I certainly didn't miss the news, which we never watched anyway. I sent you a clip or something about fruit. And you wrote this back to me. What do you remember? Oh, the fruit in the liver. I think somebody was arguing that fruit, well, you, you wrote back, was it actual organic fruit, the kind our ancestors ate? We avoid all supermarket Whole Foods organic fruit since 99% of it is a shortcut to an early death. So we partially agree with the thick-necked dude. Oh, I think the thick-necked dude was saying that organic fruit our fruit is, is not good for the liver i think that's what he was arguing right that's what they say but fructose is actually what the liver runs on huh? and the sperm too if you want to impregnate somebody then eat lots of fructose but not high fructose corn syrup that's mostly starch it's not even real fructose but the fructose in uh, in sucrose is the best way to get fructose. If you go buy the, remember they used to sell the fructose sugar? That was from corn even then. So many people had allergies to it and problems. You're not gonna get that. It's fruit sugar is what 
fructose means, particularly available in the morning in your sweet fruit and your mangoes and your gotcha. papayas and all that kind of stuff. So, so, um, so, so this fellow making that argument could be on some uh, good course because he's just talking about fruit and not real good horse, real stuff that hasn't been hybridized and all this stuff, right? Which you guys don't yeah, need, uh, right? And also you have to watch for the starchy fruit. Like a banana can actually cause problems. Unless you eat it like my bodybuilding friend Don Peters used to eat it when it was black. I, I would barf when I put a, a black banana in my mouth. He waited till it turned completely black and then ate it skin and all. Here's, this is from probably why I got liver cancer. Yeah, probably so. They sprayed all the pesticides on the on the uh, peels. Here is an email from Paula. I feel a swelling, maybe numbing feeling, on the toes of my left foot. Is she married? Is uh -huh. it about a boy? Sensation feels stronger when showering, and my foot is wet. Wow, what could that do? Hmm. What do you think about um, that? Why would it feel? I would. Yeah. I would mind hack it. <laughs> yeah, you got to mind hack that one, there. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As strange as it sounds, and I can't say how it came about, but the male is on the left and the female is on the right with the nerve force. Now, here's the funny thing: the male is on the left in the front and the right in the front, it reverses in the back. In the back. But because when you're mind hacking, you're reading the back of the body because it crosses over in the nerves, it all works out. So when you read the nerves, you always get 100% correct answer. Now, how do you tell if you have a trauma in the wrist? Is that a male or a female? What part of the wrist is it? It's really ambiguous, or the ankle, or the side of the body. But with mind hacking, it resolves all that. It's always, I've never found an exception yet, and I've done, worked on thousands The right of being female and the left being male. I've never found male. a difference between left and right. Mm -hmm. uh, Paula goes on, eczema and cracked around the uh, corners of my mouth that comes and goes, but never cures. Wow, that's interesting. I was exposed to mold in the past. It may still be because the moisture in the air, maybe in the bedroom. Um, does Adam think this could be um, this to be totally in carnivore diet is healthy. Your shows with Adams are very informative. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not sure what she's asking about carnivore. Says, does Adam think thinks to be totally in carnivore diet? Oh, so okay. So she wants to know first of all about corners and her mouth gets cracked, come and go. Any ideas on that? That's a that's a stomach thing, right? Isn't it? Uh, that can be from humidity, actually, is one really? thing. Wow. You know, a hundred years ago, at least, they knew that 50% humidity was ideal for health. Wow. Uh, you, you wouldn't get colds, you wouldn't get a whole bunch of problems would not happen. Uh, when you deviate from that to either side, drier air, or like in the desert, or wetter air, like in Houston, Texas, you're going to get various problems and infections you wouldn't get with 50% people who live in a wet climate get a dehumidifier, and people who live in the desert get a humidifier. They'll be a lot healthier by doing that. Our pioneers didn't have a choice, of course, so they had to take the diseases in the area. And there's often ways to counteract those diseases by what you eat. And uh, and you can hydrate yourself by splashing water in your face, uh, too. <laughs> well, it's always something. It is. So I got to go because I need to get a little food before our next interview. So... Thanks for coming on. It was great fun. We covered a lot of territory here. SolarTiming.com. Get a mind hacking book. And you're going to send me the mind hacking? Yeah, I will definitely send you that. That'd be great. That'd be fun. Yeah, and I'll, I'll start playing around with it. I'll mind hack my subconscious. As soon as Vibrant Gal is done with her morning yoga. <laughs> okay, well, no, no hurry. No hurry. Go visit Adam at uh, SolarTiming.com and Sunset Nutrition. 
Uh, Adam, thanks for coming on the show. He's here on the two times a month, the first Wednesday, first Monday, and then the third Wednesday. We call it Adam 2.0. And what's that? That is a Russian nesting doll and oh. a principal on Rubisi. Each one has a doll below, below, below. That's exactly how the levels in our body work. Dear friends gave us this, by the way, that got out of New York, escaped from New York, and now living in Florida. God bless them. That's one of those dolls that have come off and they keep getting smaller. Yeah, each one, there's ones within it. In fact, in all the Russian movies yeah. I've watched, they always have a Russian doll in, in the series. That it seems every other series has them. But that's how, the, really whole, that's how the whole body layer thing works. Yep, exactly how it works. It's a Russian nesting doll. When I first read Ravisi, I, I, I connected with that right away. That's great. Because I was so familiar with Russian nesting dolls. We'll give our best to... Um, Vibrant gal, and we will see you real soon. Let us know we need something like coffee, sugar, ammo. You know, just if you need to borrow something. We'll see you soon, brother. Take care. Thank you, Patrick. Love you. Lots of love. Always, always fun. Thank you, Adam Bergstrom. Yes, no, maybe chronobiotic nutrition is the name of his book. We highly recommend. Go to his website. Support him. Um, does great work, and uh, um, he just makes a living by selling the books and stuff. So go on there and get some. SolarTiming.com. Okay, I'm going to take a little break. I have just a bite to eat. I'll find something here. And then Matthew Everett's coming on in 25 minutes. Thank you. Take care of yourself. I'll be, I'll be back. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.